0: In September 2017, Hurricane Maria devastated the American island of Puerto Rico. At the time of this writing, 12 days after the hurricane, almost 95% of the island's residents are still without power, and close to half don't have clean water. Just months prior, we shot an episode there hoping to capture the staggering economic crisis the Puerto Ricans were already dealing with. So now we have to ask ourselves, can the island ever rebuild? And what is our responsibility as Americans in making that a reality? I took a walk
1: through this beautiful world. Felt
2: the cool rain on my shoulder.
3: Found something here in this beautiful world. I felt the rain getting cold.
0: It's the American dream, right? What so many of us work for, sell our labor, or pieces of our souls for. An island in the sun. Preferably one where they speak English and the dollar is accepted everywhere. Puerto Rico, it's America, right? it's ours and we've held on to it fiercely at times since 1898 after taking it by force during the Spanish-American War
4: I want to take you to one of the worst-performing economies in the developed world. $73 billion in debt. The employment rate is only 35%. The
5: highest sales tax of any United States jurisdiction,
4: 11.5%. 45% lives in poverty. Biggest municipal bankruptcy in U.S. history. Over the last 10 years, more than 5% of the population has fled.
0: But what's it like for Puerto Ricans, for the people who live here? whose families have lived here for generations. Many have left for an easier life in the States. More keep leaving, but not all. What do you write about most of the time? What do you cover? Right now I'm covering a lot of politics. Journalist (laughs) Hermes Ayala is one of those diehards who's sticking it out.
6: The more I've done investigative and political journalism in Puerto Rico the more I feel a responsibility to stay here and help out my nation.
0: So this is Anturce. Somebody called it on the way over the
6: art district? This is sort of an art district, but this was a barrio that was founded by free black slaves, right? Going through tons of transformations, like every working class neighborhood. Some people think that Puerto Rico takes advantage of the states, right. but it's a two-way street. Right? You know, you know? Like this? This is my friend Laura right here.
0: Hey Laura. Hi. Hi. How are you? You. John. Like everyone here, Hermes and fellow journalist Laura Moscoso are trying to make sense of a situation that seems Kafkaesque at best. So, dumb question. What is Puerto Rico? It's not a state. It's kind of like a colony, but it's not.
7: It's not kind, is, it
6: is. What is colony. It it it's an unincorporated territory.
0: Unincorporated territory. Yeah. yeah.
6: So, you know, what's that? What is that? Well, exactly. so we're still trying to figure out How, sometimes, you know.
0: What do you mean, say the majority of Puerto Ricans consider themselves Americans, or do they consider themselves Puerto Ricans, or both?
7: I think that they consider themselves Puerto Ricans with the privilege of having the United States citizenship.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of a half ass citizenship. can't vote for president.
7: Nor Congress.
0: Or no, Congress. Anything. You don't really have much voice in your own destiny.
7: Exactly. You can only go to war. That's the only thing that you can do with rights.
0: Right. Puerto Rico owes, what, $75 billion right now? 72, From yeah. 72. I don't see statehood, I don't see the Congress or Senate ever...
7: Me neither. ...ever Me neither.
0: taking on a $72 billion debt Exactly. Load, especially for a lot of people who speak Spanish. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the way out of this?
7: Oh,
6: my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What about tourism?
6: It's an industry of services to service exactly. the wealthy, and then at the same time you take 450 million out of the university, for example. So you're going to have less educated people willing to do any type of work to, to survive.
7: survive. You, know? yeah. you are not really producing an economy that a person can survive on. You know, right. this is a country where people live, where we do things, and we have culture and literature and music and produce intellectual important work. They are selling us as only a good resort to have a piña colada in the beach and no, that's it. We actually invented piña colada, yeah, so I'm, I shouldn't, yeah. be, shouldn't be talking Very about piña
6: colada. Yeah. Even though we are like getting over by... Um, vultures. Yeah, a lot of vultures. The people of Puerto Rico are are good people, and I think that we're going to get past this.
0: The situation here is truly grave. So how exactly did Puerto Rico find itself so deeply and seemingly irrevocably screwed? In the early 70s, things were looking pretty good for Puerto Rico. A tax incentive was introduced which helped lure dozens of major companies to the island, employing significant numbers of people. But when that incentive expired in 2006, concurrent with a major recession in the States, those companies packed up and left. Thousands of Puerto Ricans followed, looking for jobs that no longer existed on the island. The tax base shrunk drastically, creating a dire need for cash to shore up basic needs and services. So along came the municipal bond, a big fat IOU that appeared to be salvation for a near broke government. They're sexy for investors, triple exempt from taxes, and bond owners buying Puerto Rican debt would have to be paid back before anyone. That's anyone. Hedge funds, or vulture funds, as they are often referred to in these cases, had profited from similarly desperate situations in Greece, Argentina, and Detroit. As the situation worsened for Puerto Rico, you could buy up more and more bonds for pennies on the dollar. This was a fire sale too sweet to pass up. And the resulting insurmountable debt It means drastic austerity measures determined by an unelected board who have near absolute power to raise taxes, empty teachers' pension plans, close down schools, hospitals, basically squeeze every dollar out of Puerto Rico to pay back the funds. Every Puerto Rican is being made to feel the pain. schools are closing yes?
5: last year 240 schools closed last in year the alone. last two years you know. this year there's a list of 300 schools that are in risk of shutting down
0: born in Puerto Rico I was born in Chicago Illinois in Chicago
5: my family came back mostly because our family was here Puerto Ricans want the family to stick together if you can live close to each other the better I decided to stay because I wanted my kids to grow up here
0: better times better times, of course. What changed?
5: The government took too much loans and couldn't pay them back. So they kept putting taxes on the people, the working class people like me, and we cannot pay
0: Like many professionals here, Liza Fournier-Cordova would likely have an easier time of it in the States, but she chooses to stay.
5: With the crisis here in Puerto Rico, mostly I think about my kids, where they have the options to stay here and work and have a family.
0: Okay, so, where are we?
5: We are at Casa Vieja in Ciales. This is typical 1960-50 grandmother's house.
0: And the food is grandma food?
5: It is grandma food, actually. Those are corn fritters with ham, typical Sunday after a Saturday party.
0: Hangover food. Delicious.
5: Thank you. So this is like a plantain soup.
0: Mmm, that's good. The specialty here is pastel al caldero, pork marinated in bitter orange, taro root, green plantains, squash, and garbanzo beans, slow cooked. And morcia, blood sausage. One of my favorite things. Is good. It's fantastic. Teachers here are being asked to pay into a pension system that has been described as a Ponzi scheme. You pay 10% of your income into your pension plan out of every paycheck. The money you're paying in now is being used to pay The ones uh, that are retired right now. The ones who are retiring right now. In a a pyramid scheme, the top of the pyramid. But by the time it gets down to you, who have been paying in for your entire life.
5: There's no money left. I worry about my future. I don't know what I'm gonna live up. I have two jobs in order to pay my bills, have my car, have my house, pay for my kids' education. Right. There's no way with one job as a teacher I can do that.
0: So how do you continue?
5: I know I could get paid triple in the States, but I don't want to give up my country. My kids see how their parents struggle. And things can change if only one stands up and decides, I'm gonna do this. But we have to empower those children. We have to make them believe they can change, that there's a better life for them. And I'm getting emotional because sometimes I feel that I failed. I cannot save all of them. That's the truth. But I can save a lot. And that's my job. So that's what I'm going to do. I have hope, I have faith. I'm taking a, a, a jump of faith.
7: It's nuestras como también nosotros perdonamos
0: a los que nos ofenden. Semana Santa, Holy Week before Easter. Clearly not a casual affair here. This is a predominantly Catholic country still pounded in deep after 400 years as part of the Spanish
5: Empire.
1: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. This week on Chasing Life, I sit down with Giles Yeo.
0: It is a problem of our brain influencing the hunger. So hunger is a brain scenario, even though the feeling of hunger comes from your stomach.
1: It's a very new and provocative way of thinking about a condition that impacts more than 40% of Americans. But the thing is, this approach could have big consequences for the way that we treat obesity. Listen to Chasing Life wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today, the flag of the commonwealth of Puerto Rico waves proudly beside old glory. American citizens all. Puerto Rico has come into its own a real democracy. years under the wing of the U.S. has left Puerto Rico without any real economic engine beyond tourism. the old industries are no longer wanted, needed, or are no longer economically viable. Agriculture, manufacturing, trade, have all shrunk drastically and the island is dependent on U.S. exports for just about everything.
4: So where are we? We are in Loiza. After the liberation of the slave in the island, this is where all the Africans uh, and the slave get together and establish themselves.
0: Despite or maybe because of the economic turmoil, Pedro Alvarez Cortes saw an opportunity to make something.
4: We keep uh, working the formula until my grandmother say, whoa, this is very good, give me more. Using the tradition as a weapon, that's what makes us uh, successful.
0: At a local beach in Loisa, about 45 minutes outside San Juan, a crab shack that's one of his favorites.
4: Oh my god, look at that. Outstanding. Excellent. What do we got here? Land crab? Land crab, yeah. Land. This is a coconut arepa. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> you just knock it and open like a like a lobster. There you go, you see?
0: Oh, oh there we go.
4: They're very sweet, the meat. They just leave it for a few weeks in the cage, yeah. to feed it with grains, to take away the flavor of the mangrove.
0: Why did you think
4: sausage? I had the experience as a chef in Puerto Rico. I knew the necessity right. that uh, was in the, in the restaurant for good quality sausages. So I put my little kitchen to make the experiment and I worked over that. Where were they getting their sausage before you? Yeah, from the mountains. From the mountains. Oh, Make under the table. Out. Yeah, <laughs> but under the table. They were not inspected by the USDA. Can you use entirely Puerto Rican products? I'm in the process. I use the the pork shoulder, and there is nobody in Puerto Rico that produced that.
0: Now, that's tough that, yeah, Right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, the Spanish generally brought pigs with them. Yeah. You can certainly raise pigs here, no problem. There's the land for it.
4: Why is no one raising pigs in Puerto Rico? 90% of the pork meat in Puerto Rico is come from the state. Our prices is very hard to compete, but that is changing. We still have the resources and the talent that is uh, the most uh, powerful tool that we got, the talent that... You know, to to see an opportunity and working forward to that. We have a great generation of young agriculturists that instead of going from the countryside to the city to work in a bank or right. some big companies, then going back to the countryside. You know, they don't need nobody to tell, hey, you can do it. They just make the click. Hey. So there's hope. Yeah, humbly, I can say, me and my family are an example of uh, of what you can do. Uh, with the tools you got. Well said, man. <laughs> yeah. These are
0: delicious. You can squeeze yeah. the like. No, oh, yeah, believe me. I used to be my job. I used to have to squeeze all the lobster legs with yeah. a rolling pin. Oh Puerto Rico is still inarguably rich in one thing, natural splendor beautiful views, unspoiled coastline, but that too is in peril. My name is Pocho, I am
1: born and raised in Aguadilla. This space is so special to me personally because yes, I'm a surfer and I've been surfing here all my life. I want my son to be able to keep coming here so open so free of all of these pollutions, all this mayhem.
0: Pocho and his fellow activists have occupied Playuela, trying to serve as human shields against the encroachment of a planned development that would transform this place into a massive resort, named appropriately or inappropriately enough after Christopher Columbus. This is a resistant camp. Just a hypothetical question. If the beach is public, well, what's the problem? The
1: project. It's not a building. It's a mega project. It's a five-star hotel, 120 villas, a mini mall, the biggest casino in the Caribbean. That's how they sell it. And two parking lots, four stories high. We're talking like, poof, 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 you know. It's not sustainable. If they roll in the bulldozers right now with a whole oh, bunch no, of police, we go, we, what do you do? Civil disobedience. We go stop in front of the machines. We, we're giving time for the lawyers to do their case in the court and whatnot. And whatnot. Oh, you got some lawyers here? Oh, yeah, I got all the lawyers. Lawyers go to the beach? Yes, man.
0: Hey. The chef is making sancocho, a stew of beef, veal, and sausages.
3: Ah, hot. Yee.
0: And there's some fresh-caught grouper and red snapper. There aren't many places left like this. Exactly. That's the point. That's worth something. Preserve, yeah, exactly. The tourism business in the Caribbean is going through a lot of changes. In the short term, developers and construction get paid a lot of money for pouring concrete. But everybody's going to be going to Cuba in a few years. Let's put it that way. Because it's unspoiled. They haven't.
6: So that's why we have to start talking the same language. You you said a profit. They talk profit, right? Let's show them that there is profit in nature unspoiled. That reef back there provides us with millions of dollars worth of services, fish, tourism, protection from hurricanes annually. That produces a service to us as a community. So if you all of a sudden destroy this, you start losing money.
0: Could you conceivably settle for a revised project? Meaning, okay, no casino, no giant hotel, an eco-lodge for super rich people.
8: In Nicaragua, they have a lot of these things that are developed around communities.
0: Costa Rica, you know, and places like that, you know, the
1: government is conscious about the environment and the amount of money that that environment
0: and the ecosystem brings to the economy. Do you have any faith in your government at all? No.
5: We are a colony, we are an island surrounded by water and we don't produce almost like 90% of the things we consume, which makes us needy, it makes us a third world country. Third world country which belongs to the most powerful nation. There's a lot of motivation in the people of Puerto Rico right now. It's not about independence or not, it's about what is right, what the
1: people needs. It's coming out of the comfort zone and realizing that if you don't do anything right now, we're just gonna get run over. All the Puerto Ricans who wanna quit, they can leave. Yo no me quito. I won't quit. Del patio celestial, llamaron a caridad.
0: Puerto Rico is, of course, easy to love. I sure do. Firstly, because Puerto Rican culture, as a New Yorker since age 17, was part of the cell tissue of the city I've lived in so long. There are many layers to the culture here. First, of course, were the Taino, the indigenous peoples of the islands. Then, the Spanish, followed by African slaves. ¶¶ This tradition probably goes all the way back. Look at that. As old school and as awesome as it gets. A timeless classic. Something that's been good forever.
2: The baby's in the house. Ready. Beautiful, huh?
0: A great idea that will never be anything less than great. Put a pig on a stick and turn him slowly, slowly over a low fire. Oh, hell yeah. 25 minutes up into the hills from San Juan An institution that celebrates pork The whole damn pig In ways that can only be described as spiritual This is a Puerto Rican samurai is incredible. Lechonera El Rancho de Apa is one of many such places, but this one, this one is special. Apa Ramos has for nearly 50 years of his life been perfecting the art of the perfect slow roasted suckling pig. He starts work at 4 a.m. It takes six hours on the slowly, slowly-turning spit to get it right.
2: Pure knowledge. Rotation, fire, time, mastering the heat because there's no thermometer or anything. And you can see it. Like, it's, it's really crispy, but still really, really juicy.
0: Mmm. Mmm. It's incredible. Well, what's that? that looks like...
2: That's got stew. Right. And I use all the inner parts.
0: It's one of my favorite. Appa's sister, Rosa Maria, begins her day making gandinga, a traditional stew made from pig's heart, liver, and kidneys. That's really nice. Now, how's business? Is the economy has been tough, do Lechoneras feel it, or people are always going to buy that?
2: Everybody has felt that. Uh, lechoneras, restaurants, food trucks, everybody. But whole hog is like more a family gathering. This is something so classic, I think that they are the least that they're going to feel it.
0: Chef Javier Pacheco favors Puerto Rican dishes and ingredients that have been largely forgotten.
2: When you go to another place and they tell you, yeah, yeah, I went to McDonald's when I went to Puerto Rico. That sucks. I hate that. Because we have a lot of really good stuff here. And it's our job to keep it alive, and show it to the world. And say, hey, we are more than a fast food. We gotta go back to farming.
0: Because you don't want to be buying everything from... We we
2: should of course. My restaurant, I started six years ago with just two farmers. Now we have more than 15, 16 farmers. It's like a chain. You go to many farmers and you ask them, like, uh, this type of root vegetables. And they don't have it because people stop buying the local root vegetable because the imported one is a whole lot cheaper and that's all they have in their mind but if you go to a farmer and you tell the farmer i'm gonna buy your product but the farmer is going to start having the product
0: paying more is a hard argument to make when people are struggling
2: but if we don't change our mind tony i don't know what's going to
0: happen with the island if people listen if you say look it's not it's not particularly patriotic you're not helping your country by eating mcdonald's or shopping at walmart uh, Yes,
2: it <laughs> will yeah. uh, but uh, like I tell you, Tony, we have a, a lot of different types of Puerto Ricans. We have this Puerto Rican that, yes, I I love my island, but right. uh, they don't think more ahead. They simply think I'm happy with what I have. That other type of Puerto Rican, they know that it's going to be hard, but they want to grow, want right. to keep running, want to stay here, want to develop what they have in the island.
0: This is a good argument for it, man. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah, yeah. We need this all day. Doesn't suck, apartment. This is way up there. A means of conveyance, I find quite comfortable. Barefoot and a bit drunk, pleasantly burned by the sun. Lunch approaches. If you need any prep done, uh, any knife work, just let me know. Gotta put some gotta, put that. gotta have it. Yeah. First time using a knife? Well, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> you got talent. Yeah, if this TV thing falls through, I can always work at Denny's.
2: Man, looking great. All these dishes are traditional Holy Friday food. This one is salted, cod, marinated on coconut milk. And then we seared it with uh, some root vegetables and boiled eggs from our farmers. Here we have the.
0: Escabeche? Escabeche, yeah. So, like fried fish, marinated, Asian, or a uh,
2: fried local mackerel. And then I roast all the vegetables and cure it for at least a week.
0: Oh, the salt fish is good. Yeah. The coconut milk really takes that salty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn, who made that avocado salad? It's awesome.
2: No, the chef is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Vieques is officially within the commonwealth of Puerto Rico, the main island a mere eight miles away. It is phenomenally peaceful here, but it hasn't always been that way. For over 60 years, the island was used as a bombing range for the U.S. Navy and for training exercises. The soil is rich with depleted uranium, Agent Orange and the kind of good stuff left over after 60 years of explosives raining down on it. Many see a clear connection between that recent history and a cancer rate that is 30% higher than the rest of Puerto Rico. While the Navy works to clean up what it left, Vieques tries to deal with the financial crisis in its own ways. Chef Erica Boulon grew up here and has raised her family here. She invited me to a meal at her home. Joining us are her mother and son, Carlitos, her two nieces and her best friend, Elda. Now, where was the bombing range?
5: Pretty close here. 2 miles after
9: this, maybe less. Yep. This was part of the navy land.
0: When did the navy stop uh, using the uh, yeah, Vickers as a bombing range? 2003. 2003, well, that's not that long ago. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you'd be eating lunch and you hear boom, boom. Basically, so yes. Yeah, sometimes.
9: And still, they detonate bombs.
0: This is leftover uh, ordinance. Yeah.
9: This is like the cleanup process. They gather the unexploded munitions and then they detonate them all together. And the house moved
0: with the bombing. It's like middle of the war. And I'm sorry, you've lived here for how long? All my life. <laughs> Me
5: too. All my life in Vegas.
0: I'm, I've been drinking a fair amount of this lately. Uh, <laughs> this one is flavored with... Acerola. Acerola. All right, who's joining me? Yeah. Adoltole. Salud. 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 Mm, good. <laughs> good I'm not driving man. after this. <laughs> Lobsters. With mashed yaltia and yucca from the garden. Conch salad and coconut arepa. It's really beautiful here. This is not San Juan. This is uh, much more no, lush and
7: lights, No fast food.
0: Born and raised in paradise.
7: Beautiful beaches. Awesome
0: sunset. The whole world wants what you have already. How's the economy here? <laughs>
9: we are like the colony of a colony. Basically, the biggest employer is the municipal government. Wait a
0: minute. The number one the employer m- on Viecas is the government. Yes,
9: the municipal the, the, government. The local government. Yeah. We also have this dynamic that people that study and make a profession 10% come back, and that's a high number. There's no jobs for them. So our population is getting older, and it's formed by retired people.
0: Right. Where are they going?
9: Main Island or United States.
0: What's the plan when you guys grow up? What do you want to do?
3: I want to
0: be a chef. A chef? Good for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard. Your dream restaurant, where would it be? In the main Island. You see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, somebody. in 20 years. That's yeah, scary. <laughs> Who's going to live?
9: Not our kids.
0: Who will own viecas? I mean, who will be in charge? Not
9: locals. Not, not people that study here. The land is too expensive
0: for the local people. So this will be vacation homes for wealthy mm-hmm. people from other countries?
9: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Who will save Puerto Rico? Who will save viecas? It ain't going to be big daddy no. America. It's America.
9: ourselves.
2: So.
0: How?
5: How? I don't know. I don't know how.
0: Life on Vieques offers the kind of freedom, the kind of beautiful views that have largely disappeared in the developed world. But life can be difficult. There is little agriculture or economy to sustain the people who live here. At one of the highest spots in Vieques, the sea visible in the distance is Finca Consciencia a small but sustainable farm founded by Jorge Cora-Pena, intent on providing locals and area restaurants with fruits, vegetables, honey, and medicinal herbs.
8: My name is Arelisa Perez-Quintero. I live and work in La Finca Conciencia. We run a productive and educational agroecological project. We farm. We have the land and the resources to produce food that is economically viable, that is self-sustaining. Without a lot of investment, it's liberating.
0: Jorge cooks lunch. Platano de Monte Carmelo. Mero or grouper, stuffed with lobster and white eggplant. Wrapped in banana leaves and grilled over mesquite. Mangu is mashed plantains with sofrito. Looks good. And uh, what's this here?
8: And that's pitorro.
0: Oh, I know what that is. I'll have a shot. <laughs> Actually, we
8: call it lagrima de monte, like teardrop of the mountain. Will I be crying afterwards? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's very intense. Salud. Salud.
0: How long have you had this farm? How long have you been doing this?
8: Jorge started the farm around 10 years now, but the farm was originally part of the area that the Navy took. Oh, yeah. And so it's part of the rescues that happened throughout the 80s, 90s.
0: Farming is difficult work. Yeah. So why?
8: (laughs) My mom would ask the same question. (laughs) She was like, what are you doing? Are you quitting your job that In Puerto Rico, it's really hard to find a good job, but I think that farming is the most practical thing that we can do in the midst of a crisis. That is something
0: Mm -hmm. that is going to create work. It's going to help the economy. It's a blunt question, but can you make money farming?
8: In Puerto Rico, it's still a challenge because obviously we get a lot of food that's super subsidized from the US. But many people who are our neighbors are like, I'll pay more. Like, M- how much is it worth? You know? People really value their work when they see that we're working.
2: It's part foreign. of my statement. It's, uh-huh. it's part of educating people. Since our generation, that supermarkets, supermarkets. Mm-hmm.
8: We were consciously stripped away from farming, people were forced out of the country to be able to work in all of these maquiladoras and everything. Kids here were completely disconnected from, and my generation, from from where things grow. Like we do an exercise with local schools mm. and kids here draw a plantain growing like a lettuce. I
0: mean, the last thing in the world the States wants is for Puerto Rico to become so sustainable because it means you're gonna buy less stuff, less snacks, yeah. less Pepsi, yeah. less American products. We, 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 we don't it. like that.
8: If we don't have our own food supply, we can't even think about really being able to govern ourselves. Really, if we can feed ourselves, we can free ourselves.
1: He says
8: that the message in itself is is you, no? Like, to start with you, to teach by doing, by the work, no?
0: Alberto Alver is a beloved singer-songwriter. Cristina Rivera Miro is his fiancée. He lives on the outskirts of Vega Alta, where he grew up.
10: I've been playing for 20 years now. I write very specific songs about my town, my country. I'm not trying to sell any dreams, but I tell everybody that we have it inside of us to make it to the other side. You want to come and send me the chefs if you want to? I mean...
0: In the kitchen, they're putting together quite the feast. Sure. How are you, man? My bass player and chef. I've chef. got someone in the band who could cook that. I right. on the road? That sounds so bad. Essential. Mollejas con guñetos. Sauteed chicken gizzards and green bananas. Ah, that's good. Codfish fritters. Carne guisada, a beef stew cooking since morning. Traditional mafongo.
10: This is like a blue color, blue color food, you know? And these guys do a nice twist
0: to it. Can you make a living as a working musician? I do. Just on the island?
10: But I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of the few ones. You can play around the islands, but it's really hard to get heard. Everything comes from the outside. The radio stations don't support local music.
0: Do you have any faith in your political leadership? No. No, oh, nobody. <laughs> no. No whatsoever. Every time I ask this question, nobody. Pauses. No, no. No. Go, no. no
7: hesitation.
10: No. You, know what? No. you know what, Tony? What happened with us is that you don't know where the blame is. You don't know if you want to blame Washington for this. You don't know if you have to blame our leaders for that.
0: Why would a bank front $70-plus plus billion into an economy that had been in decline for quite some time? Did they ever really have any reasonable expectation of getting their money back? Or was this a cheap way of buying a country? Yeah. Yeah.
7: Oh, Thank course. you. Yeah. Pretty that, that, much. That, that, we need we that money, so develop whatever. We're giving it all away. It feels
10: like they're selling out the country the and they're pushing back. us out. That's what it
0: feels like. What about move on and you know, this? I'm going to Florida. I still want to live here. I still want
1: to have that view. I still want to breathe,
10: breathe this air. We should get the chance to just be ourselves, you know? I'd rather have us dealing with it than being in no control at all of anything like we are right now. We need to change the way we think. We have been taught that we can't do it.
7: We are preconditioned to think that we need the support of the U.S. If we decide to be an independent country, we have to go through a process of being on our own, and we have never done that. We have to start from scratch. We don't have agriculture. We don't have any economic production, production, Mm -hmm. anything. It's going
10: to be tough, and I hope that we can fight for ourselves, to inspire people, to give them strength, to resist. Obviously, music is good for that. No, 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 no. Salimos de aquí de la orilla del camino, salimos de aquí de un paraíso perdido.